What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. This is Ben Curtis, one of the pastors here at New Vision, and thanks for joining us for today's podcast. I love a good mystery. I love to watch movies, uh, the ones that don't unravel to the very end. That's my favorite movie. That's my favorite kind of TV series. And, you know, my definition of a good movie is one that keeps you on the edge of your seat. And then I can't figure it out. But then at the end, it all makes sense. And that's usually how we define the word mystery. Uh, For us, a mystery is something that, you, you know, you look for clues and sometimes you can figure it out. Maybe sometimes you can't. But When Paul writes about this word mystery here in today's passage, that's not exactly what he means. Uh, He's kind of using a different definition. So we'll look at that. And I want to just go ahead and dive in. I'll be reading from Ephesians 3, uh, verses 1 through 13. This is from the New International Version. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, surely you have heard about the administration of god's grace that was given to me for you that is the mystery made known to me by revelation as i have already written briefly in reading this then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of christ which was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed by the spirit to god's holy apostles and prophets This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body and sharers together in the promise in Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ, and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to His eternal purpose that He accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord." In Him and through faith in Him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. Paul uses the word mystery four times in this passage. And the mystery that he talks about is something that human beings that we could never figure out. It's not like there were clues left out and, you know, finally we'll arrive and we'll understand. It's something that we just simply could not understand on our own without God revealing it to us. And so maybe uh, maybe that's been used. You've read along in your Bible. Maybe you've read through the Bible this year or just at different points in your life. And you know, you'll be reading the Bible and you'll see something that it's always been there, but you've never seen it before. It's as if God, uh, through His Spirit, kind of raises the blinds and allows you to see a truth or maybe a new way to apply Scripture to your life that you never considered. And, and that's sort of what's happening in this. Uh, the mystery that God revealed to Paul, um, it had some breathtaking implications. And so here's here's the mystery. He, he tells us, we don't have to guess, there is a new people, a new group of people called the church. 
Now, in one sense, the church has always been in existence. I mean, God has always had a people that he set apart, that he called out for himself, for his purposes. But what he's saying now, this is kind of new because through the gospel, there has been a major paradigm shift that now God's blessing, you know, you think about in the Old Testament, uh, God's blessing was intended to flow out to the nations through Israel. But now God's blessing flows out into the world, not just through one specific ethnicity, but through this multi-ethnic community of believers called the church. And this is the amazing part about God's plan, that he could actually take who people who used to be former enemies, the Jews and the Gentiles, and bring those people together into a new people, a new community, the church. And so as the church, we're a part of that. God has given us this common purpose to make this mystery known, to make God known through Jesus uh, throughout the world. And so salvation is a gift available to all people. That's one of the things that we're, we're seeing in Ephesians. And we need to minister this mystery. We need to make this known because God has revealed it. And so we need to share this with people because Jesus' work on the cross is for all people. I want to read to you uh, verse 6 again because there Paul says, do you want to know what the mystery is? He says, I'm going to tell you that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. Now, for Paul to say that, we might just read that and just kind of shrug our shoulders like, okay, whatever. But for Paul to say that, that, that Jews and Gentiles are equal, they're co-heirs, and together they make up the church. I mean, that's, that's revolutionary because Paul was a Jew, right? He was born a Jew. We can read about his... Um, kind of his credentials of the tribe of Benjamin, circumcised on the eighth day, a Pharisee among the Pharisees. So all of these Jewish credentials. And, and, and part of that is that Paul was taught to kind of despise Gentiles, non-Jews, people of the world. He, he was taught to believe that uh, Gentiles didn't even have souls. In fact, one of the words that Jews used to, to describe Gentiles was the word dog. And so for him to say, I'm going to go preach the good news to the Gentiles, I mean, this is, this is mind-blowing. So, so the mystery is that this good news is available to everyone, to all people, and we're to be, just like Paul, ministers of this mystery. We're to share the good news to people who are not like us. And this is such a big deal because verse 10 says that God's intent was that now through the church, his manifold wisdom should be made known to the rulers and the authorities in the heaven, heavenly realms. And so this is like such a big deal that even the angels, like the, the rulers and the authorities of the heavenly realms are watching very closely. They're, they're watching to see what's going on. The Bible says there's joy in the presence of angels over one sinner who repents. And so think about it this way. When someone is born into the family of God, it just amazes them. And when people in our church, they live out the gospel and they share the gospel, when we uh, cross cultural divides and not just share the gospel with our own family members, but we, we cross cultural divides and ethnic divides and socioeconomic divides as we care for one another, as we encourage each other, as people who really, we have nothing in common but yet we're side by side worshiping God together. That's what we have in common. And so the angels, 
these heavenly rulers and authorities, they're captivated by that because they know that these things are bringing us that much closer to the day when Jesus will reign in the new heavens and the new earth and everything, completely everything will be under his feet. So um, I, do, I just wanted to give us uh, just a, a couple of takeaways uh, from today's passage. Remember, again, the mystery is not something that we have to figure out. It's something that God has revealed. God has spoken this to Paul. Paul has revealed it to us that God has taken people who have no reason to be together and has brought us together through Jesus's death and resurrection. So now we have a common redemption. We have this common purpose and a common future together as the church. And so here's one implication from, from all this. This mystery that Paul has revealed shows us that, that we're not plan B. You know, sometimes people get the wrong idea and they think, well, you know, Israel was plan A and they failed. So now the church is plan B, but nothing could be further from the truth. God has put Gentiles and Jews together. And verse 11 says that, that even though this is a new thing and it's breathtaking and it's a paradigm shift, this was actually part of God's eternal purpose. I mean, from the very beginning, this was in God's mind to do. And so guess what? If you're a believer, if you know Jesus, listen to me, you are not an afterthought. You are not plan B. You're not a, a cosmic accident. God made you two for this eternal community, this eternal purpose. And he wants you to be a part of this and making this mystery known. So we're not plan B. But then the second implication uh, that kind of flows out of that is that, that we can have great confidence because of what God is doing through his people. Verse 12 says that we can approach God with a new freedom and a confidence that we've really never had before, that we can come boldly into his presence, that we can share our concerns and our needs with him. And, and listen, there's no need too big. There's no need too small. He wants us to bring all of those needs, all of our concerns to him, and we can have confidence that he will hear them. We can have confidence to live for him, even when we face difficulties in this life, even when maybe at times he doesn't answer our prayers exactly the way we thought he would, we can know that God is working all things together for our good and for his glory. So we can have this great confidence because of this mystery that, that God has revealed to Paul and Paul has revealed to us. And then that really flows into the last thing that this mystery keeps us from being discouraged. Uh, verse 13, Paul says, I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you. Paul is in prison. And so the temptation would be to look at that and say, God, what's what's happening? What's going on? Paul says, don't be discouraged by that. Don't be discouraged because of my sufferings, which are for your glory or they are your glory. And so Paul doesn't want his friends in Ephesus and he doesn't want us either to lose heart. Anytime we see suffering, we're tempted to lose heart. Uh, he said in Romans 8, verse 18, he said, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which will be revealed in us. So just remember that no matter what happens in this life, because of this mystery that has been revealed, because of our position in the body, you never have to suffer alone. And there's this future glory that we can look forward to that is secure. Let me just pray over us today as we go out into our day. God, your plan to rescue a people for yourself, it is way beyond my comprehension. Lord, we can't fathom. We could have never 
thought this up and and your kingdom is so much more beautiful because it includes people from every ethnicity. We just thank you for for what you've done for us in in taking enemies and making us friends and making us citizens in your kingdom and making us members of your household and giving us something in common, the gospel. And so, Lord, help us to receive this mystery. Help us to make this mystery known to others. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.